The following podcast is brought to you by Radio Southland and New Zealand On Air. Radio Southland is a community access media station based in Invercargill, New Zealand. If you or your group would like to know more about how you can have a program on our station, please contact us. Visit our website, radiosouthland.org.nz, for our contact details. And welcome to Saw Project in Runyam on 96.4 Radio Southern. In the studio this afternoon we've got Tracy, who has got muscular deletal incomplete paraplegic with spinal compression. Is that right? That is indeed. Tell us a bit about yourself. Okay, I'm Tracy. Uh, my husband and I are post-crack refugees. We've come back to Southland um, back in 2014. Uh, musculoskeletal incomplete paraplegia is I have extensive nerve and muscle damage um, due to an accident so the musculoskeletal is my skeletal frame my skeleton has been severely damaged with breaks and that um, which means I can't walk and I have to be very careful what I do Um, I've had musculoskeletal injury since I was three and a half years old and the incomplete paraplegia what that is I'm partial partially paralyzed so I've got some use but my nerves the damage is degrading it's going downhill so mm. I will be a full paraplegic probably in the not too distant future I need an operation um, Unfortunately, there's only one neurosurgeon in Dunedin, incredible guy, and without the operation, I will be paralysed from about the chest down. I have been in and out of a wheelchair most of my life um, as a small child. Um, I couldn't walk, and my family was, it was suggested to my father that they tossed me into a home and forget about me because, you know, the family had other children. My father said no. He took me home, and my uncles and my father made me a special skateboard. And I didn't bring the photos with me. Sorry, I forgot to bring those. It's all right. But it's well a done. very. It was a very large um, skateboard, and what they did is because I was in plaster from my chest to my toes, my uncles and father would carry me out because it took two people to carry me up because of the the cast. It was plaster Paris, really heavy, <laughs> and they'd lay me face down on the skateboard, tie me on the strap cover my hands with old socks and then I'd go off and play with the other kids and they also pl- made my first wheelchairs and that because there weren't wheelchairs available for somebody with the, the extensive injuries that I had because theoretically I should have been in bed but apparently I didn't take no very well <laughs> um, so yeah so now I'm a, I'm a mature woman I learnt to walk um, when I was about 7 or 8 I wasn't very good at it could never figure out what to do with the legs but managed it. I had another accident when I was 18. I was a passenger in a vehicle in 1984 that didn't have any seatbelts and it went off the cliff and I was in the back. It was a company vehicle and I went underneath the driver's seat through the engine. It's really bad. Don't ever do that. Don't recommend it. Don't like heights. Um, the spare tire landed on my back causing a spinal injury 
and the jack landed on my neck, broke my neck. Pretty awful. Um, was a paraplegic, complete paraplegic for 11 years. Um, wasn't a complete spinal bisection, as in the spine wasn't completely separated. It was partial. Um, and they said, oh, you're never going to walk again. But um, apparently I don't take no very well. So I just kind of went out and did what I wanted to do. And I started to get a little bit of feeling back and a little bit of movement. And then um, back in about 92, I was just figuring out the whole walking thing. I was on crutches. And I was a volunteer at the Outdoor Recreation Centre in Christchurch. Robert Judkins came in. He was talking about the coast to coast. And I just happened to say to him, I'd really like to do that. And I did the four-day event oh, yeah. uh, with the team. The only thing I couldn't do was the cycling because mm -hmm. I, there's no way I could figure out, you know, a cycle. Mm -hmm. But I, because I had crutches, I elbow crutches, and they were specially made for me. They're composite carbon fibre. What I did is going through the Minga Deception, I just lengthened them, put crampons on the end, which I had made, and then instead of going up and down the boulders, <laughs> I just swung from boulder to boulder. Wow. Um, I did get accused a couple of times of cheating, but, you know, two-leggers, what can you say? Um, when it came time, when we got to White's Bridge, which is where you get on your cycles, they put me on a cycle and tied me onto it. And then one of the guys tied a rope around the handlebars. I should have gotten a bit concerned about then, but I didn't. Because <laughs> I was a bit tired. And they turned the other end of the rope around one of the guys, who was a really good runner, and he took off. We're talking White's Bridge, so it's a lot of tussock grass and everything. And I'm on the spicy going... <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't do the full, full, full distance in the cycle, because it, it was just too much. And, um, yeah, I was sort of quite happy to get off that <laughs> I did the kayaking section and I was really good at kayaking because I had a lot of upper body strength mm -hmm. so they actually kept telling me to slow down I was on a two-man oh, wow. kayak I was in the front and somebody's in the back and the kids said no you've got to stop you've got to stop paddling trace because well, you know you're just getting too far ahead of you you've got to stop um yeah. so I yeah I, I did it and I'm really proud of what I did so what followed from there was the Chase Club, Challenges, Horizons, Ability, Support and Enterprise. Mm -hmm. And what we did is we got some funding, we got some gear, and we took the differently able people out. And the only, the only condition we had was they had to be capable of communication. Um, didn't matter how they communicated, as long as they could communicate, we'd take them out. Mm -hmm. And... One of the first guys we took out was uh, completely blind and was theoretically non-verbal. Um, and he wanted to go horseback riding, but he didn't want to just go round and round in circles or in a park. He wanted to go into the mountains. So we put together a team. We went up to the Haranui's and um, to a farm up there some friends had. And uh, we got Paul onto the horse and... We, we explained what we were doing and that there was going to be a lead rope. And we took him up through rivers and everything. And for the first 10, 15 minutes, yeah, the old peep after that, wouldn't shut up. <laughs> <laughs> when we got back after the ride, he was glowing and he just, we got back in the car and he wouldn't shut up all the way back to the <laughs> It was just, wouldn't shut up. Oh, and we wow. got back to his place and my offsider, who was able-bodied, she went in to let the family know that we were back. And I don't know what she said to them, but they came out looking a little bit puzzled and opened the door and Paul got out and he just, it was, he was still talking. 
And his mother looked at me and I just said to her, I'm not responsible. He's yours. You wanted him to go have a good time. He's had a good time. He won't shut up. It's all yours. Um, the next one we did um, was we had a lass who was a hemiplegic, which is paralysed down one half of her body vertically. And she wanted to go swimming with dolphins and fur seals with Kaikoura. To which some people said, yeah, maybe not. But we thought, well, why not? So we went. Getting into wetsuits was, when you're a paraplegic, is really funny. Incredibly exhausting. Um, it takes hours. But we did it. And we went out in a smaller boat. I think it was about six of us with the crew. And... Um, we got we, we got out to where the fur seals were and they were saying, you know, if, when you get into the water, don't, you know, if a dolphin comes up, don't get between a dolphin and a fur seal and don't touch them, mm. you know, because they like to bite. Mm. Well, somebody <laughs> missed the memo on that one because we all got thrown in the water, literally, um, which I can vouch was, was tepid, <laughs> slightly cold. Um, and my friend Hannah, who was a hemiplegic, um, was face down in the water because she couldn't, she had positive buoyancy, so her head went down, her feet came up. Fortunately, my offsider, who was just, Caitlin was just absolutely incredible, just went racing over there and got her up and was actually behind Hannah holding her up. And Hannah was just laughing and having this incredible time. Next minute, this fur seal comes up and put its flippers up on either side of her face and touched noses. And Caitlin's sort of going, Don't touch the fur seal, don't touch the fur seal. And, and Hannah's just wrapping her arms around the fur seal and, and I'm sort of thinking, yeah, okay, this is going to get really interesting. And the next minute somebody yelled and I turned around in the water and we had two young men with us who had um, intellectual and physical challenges and Maui the dolphin had arrived. And I was thinking, oh. do we have to get out of the water now because we've got a fur seal? Actually, no, we've got more than one fur seal and we've got a dolphin and it's the big bottlenose dolphin. And these guys are just going through the water like, I, I looked at them, they were like torpedoes, these two boys. They're only about 12, 13. And you could see the flippers coming out through the water <laughs> and the wee snorkelers are trying to follow this um, dolphin, which is doing circles. And anyway, uh, Maui, the, the dolphin stopped and, and turned around and just sat in the water vertically and let the boys come up and actually touch his or her skin which was you know right. and the skipper in the boat's going don't touch the wildlife <laughs> um and then the fur seal and the dolphin ended up on either side of hannah <laughs> and hannah was touching both of them and i don't recommend you do this it was just one of those things that spontaneously happened and I got to touch the fur seal. I can vouch for how it smells, fish, and not fresh. Um, it was an incredible, it was an incredible time in the water, and we didn't find out until later. Um, we knew we were fairly close to the wharf at Five Point, but we were just having so much fun. We didn't take any notice as to what was going on, yeah. other than our little area. And so we didn't realise that people were standing on that wall filming, taking photos, and there was a reporter there going like that, you know, writing frantically. And so we had a lot of fun. And so the chase club went from strength to strength. Um, and it was all about taking the differently able out into the outdoors. And we would never take off their families. 
just the participant because they needed to experience and, and, and have a go and yes we got cold and yes we scraped you know body parts and got a bit bruised and a bit banged up and a bit cold and whatever but they got to live they got to try things with a specially tra trained crew who their brief was you don't step in unless you have to step in you let this person experience it and have a go and and so that was really good so um i really enjoyed that and then uh -huh. i got um a job offer up in nelson so i handed off um the running of chase to somebody else and i went to nelson uh went to wellington and eventually found my way back to christchurch where i met my husband um and by that stage i was able to walk and i became a tour driver uh -huh. a very successful female tour driver um there were limitations with regards to what kind of tour coaches I could drive because my legs didn't always work. But I had a really good career. Um, unfortunately, uh, my injuries, which had been repaired, started to degrade and I needed further treatment. And Boo had put me back together again. And then we had some earthquakes. You may have heard about those. And unfortunately, when the big February quake hit in Christchurch, I was driving a bus and when the quake hit and it tried to throw my bus over, it failed, uh, but I suffered a really bad injury to my right leg, I broke it and I didn't realise how bad that injury was because I had a busload of passengers so I needed to get them somewhere safe um, and honestly when you've got earthquakes going on in that, all you're doing is you're just concentrating on staying out, right? Mm -hmm. um, the, the long short was, uh, it was a few months before I got treatment, and by the time I did, it was a little bit too late. They, they did what they could, but um, it was quite obvious that it wasn't going to ever be 100%, so, yeah. Well, um just like to say, just uh, I would love to carry on. <laughs> We're right out of time. Um, but I mean, um, such an incredible journey that you've uh, yeah. that, that, that that you've brought us on today, and I hope next time you can share part two. Yeah, if you invite me back, sure. Yeah, oh, we definitely will. <laughs> but I mean, that's um, uh, um, to see from your your journey from when you were like younger to. Um, to the chase group to now it's uh it's you've gone from strength to strength yeah my dad always used to say to me um when when i was little if i if i got a bit frustrated he'd say well if you can't find one way to do it you have to find another way mm. and so i've always lived by that principle if you can't find one way to do it you have to find another way definitely definitely well Thank you for listening to Saul with Jack and William on 96.4 Radio Southern. Saul is also available to stream or download as a podcast from radiosouthern.org.nz, Apple Podcast and our app accessmedia.nz, and Saul is also available on Spotify. Thank you, Tracy, for coming in today. And Thank you for inviting me. And sharing your incredible journey with us, <laughs> and we look forward to hearing part two um, <laughs> down the track. Um, and keep up the awesome mahi and have a great rest of the week everyone.
The preceding podcast was brought to you by Radio Southland with the support of New Zealand On Air. Their funding of accessmedia.nz makes these podcasts available. To find similar programs by other stations involved, go online to accessmedia.nz.